This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers, Mike Van Deese joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? That's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, I guess, here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Hey, what up? Happy Tuesday. Jason Walker Show inside the off-the-wall advertising man cave. Get a hold of myself and or Chase Cloak at Off the Wall, we have some unbelievable packages and deals if you team up with Off the Wall and Jason Walker Media. So contact either one of us. Got a good show coming up today. We're going to uh, talk some football with Ryan Norse, the coach of the Frontier Conference champion Montana Western Bulldogs. He will join us. Also going to check in with uh, congressional candidate for the Eastern District. Rick Holden will join us coming up as well. Not just politics, my friends. We're talking sports in Montana. Uh, looking forward to that. Uh, we've got a big week. We've got state championships going to be decided this week in high school football. We saw volleyball over the weekend. We'll recap that here in a second. Get you set for the state championships all week as well. We'll talk to some of the coaches that are going to be involved and much more. Walk Up, brought to you by Montana Custom Log Homes, the premier log home company in the industry. Three distinct divisions so you can create the log home of your dreams and your budget. You've got milled, handcrafted, and timber frame. Check them out. Montana Custom Log Homes at yourcustomlog.com. Uh, yeah, I mentioned uh, state volleyball championships was down in Bozeman on Saturday and got a chance to watch and call the state class B championship. Uh, Huntley Project, which was in its 15th consecutive, it's just nuts, 15 straight championship matches, ended up getting the title. Their 15th. Not in a row, just 15th over in the last, like, 21 years. Uh, Huntley beat Townsend 25 1925 2012 uh, to win a third straight title. It was... A really good match. Iona Stuckey's got a dynasty down there. She is so good. And uh, she's got some great players. And what was interesting to me, is, and I've only seen Huntley Project a few times over the last few years, but they had one player on their roster six foot or taller, and that was um, Savannah, uh, Santa Windy Boy, who was listed right at six foot. Uh, but they were... So good. Harley Murphy, 27 kills. Um, Bryn Wandel, the setter, had 48 assists. Delaney Lundeen, a cousin of another senior on the team. She had 34 of the 146 digs. Six seniors on that team. They had no seniors last year, and they're going to be back next year as well. And, and congratulations to Megan Bliley and Townsend for taking second 
They just ran into the buzzsaw. Townsend only lost five matches this year. And they were all combined to Huntley and Jefferson. But Huntley Project's a really, really good volleyball program. Townsend is as well. Townsend was third the last two years, ended up uh, second this year. And they'll be back. They've got some They've got some youngins as well. They'll lose some great seniors, but they had some youngins uh, down there too. But uh, Billings West rolled through the state AA uh, unbeaten this year. So congratulations to the Golden Bears. And then uh, Harden defeated Billing Senior, or Billing Central, rather, in Class A. And uh, there's something in the water down there in that part of Montana. Harden, Billing Central, Huntley Project, and then West, along with Senior and Skyview, very good volleyball being played in that area. Manhattan Christian goes back to back to back. As the Eagles beat Broadus to take State C, man, just unbelievable volleyball. And it was a lot of fun. And then after the volleyball ended, I walked across Deitch Field uh, from the field house, got to the Bobcat football game against Eastern Washington. I walked in. It was 34 to nothing, with eight minutes to go in the second quarter. Uh, I left at halftime right before Eastern scored make it 41-7, but it was 41 nothing when I walked out of the stadium. Tried to make it to Manhattan to catch the end of the Manhattan-Jefferson football game semifinals for Class B. Uh, got to Manhattan too late, but Manhattan a 24-7 winner over Jefferson to uh, end the Panthers' season. Uh, but, man, what a fantastic run by Clint Lang and the Jefferson Panthers just uh, couldn't get it done against Jefferson. Had they were down eight seven with about twenty seconds to go in the in the first half at the three yard line, going in to take the lead and threw an uh, interception in the end zone, and then right at the start of the third quarter gave up a bomb, and uh, Manhattan got the win from there. But, whew. so it'll be Jefferson. Uh, watching Florence Carlton take on Manhattan in Manhattan. You can watch on NFHS network and I will have that call. Uh, I get to go down there and do uh, that one. Florence Carlton beat Red Lodge 40 to 26. Looking forward to seeing Florence. In fact, we'll have both Florence coach Pat Deshane and Manhattan coach Wes Crock on the show Thursday. Looking forward to that. Um, that's going to be a really good football game in Class B state championship. You've got the Class AA title game going to be in the Gallatin Valley Friday night. Bozeman knocked out Capital 43-19. Brady Casagranda with three touchdowns uh, on the ground. And uh, ending Capital season at 7-4. and four. Bozeman will host Glacier. I called it, I think, week four or five, Bozeman and Glacier in the state championship. Glacier handled Gallatin 35-14. Uh, Isaac Keim with a big game. And Glacier back in the championship for the first time since 2016. Both coaches, Levi Weshi of Bozeman and Grady Bennett of Glacier, will join us tomorrow here on the Jason Walker Show. That'll be a good game Friday night in the Gallatin Valley. Uh, Class 
A championships going to be played down in Dillon. Dillon with the big win on Friday night. They will take on Columbia Falls, which knocked off Corvallis 19-7. Cody Schweiker with a couple of touchdown runs. And so now they, uh, Columbia Falls Wildcats will head down to take on the Dillon Beavers, who beat Lewistown 26-14. Key Christensen, who's such a great basketball player, ran for two touchdowns, threw for a third, also an interception on the defensive side. Dillon was up 26-0 in the fourth quarter to uh, knock out the defending champs. And, uh, oh, by the way, Christensen also had a 60-yard punt that was down at the one. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be Dillon and Columbia Falls in uh, that championship game. And, man, going to be gonna be some good stuff. Uh, let's get to, where is that? Here we go. This is what I wanted. The, uh, the brackets, the rest of it, because you've got eight and six, man. And I get to go to Manhattan to call the Class B. I'm glad I don't have to go to Freud Lake. That game in Medicine Lake. But uh, let's get to uh, eight-man first. It'll be a, a battle. Fairview beat Fort Benton 48-12. Belt handled NS 44-6. So it'll be Fairview and Belt in the uh, eight-man championship. And then Freud Lake... I told you last week that the Freud Lake game semifinal against Harlow Rygate Judith Gap was going to be a barn burner. It was. 82 to 70. Freud Lake got the job done. 82 to 70. Uh, Centerville will take on Freud Lake as they got past Custer Heisha Melstone 65 37. Um, man, that was seriously, that's some, that, that is going to be a really, really good football game and high scoring as well. Uh, Custer Heisha Melstone back into the championship game and, oh man, I am just looking forward to the football titles this week in Montana high school football. The championships will be absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And uh, looking forward to that game on Friday, or Saturday down in uh, Manhattan. I haven't been to Manhattan's football stadium since I was in eighth grade. My dad was an assistant coach. So that'll be fun to go back. I was in 7th and 8th grade in Manhattan. Um, Centerville beat Custer Heisch from Melstone, 65-37. So it'll be Centerville taking on Freud Lake. I beg your pardon. I read it wrong. Uh, Luke Kelly had four touchdowns on the ground. He also threw three touchdown passes. He had seven touchdowns for Centerville for the Miners. Uh, Freud Lake, the Red Hawks. We're down. This was we said eighty two seventy was the final. It was fifty to forty six at the half. Uh, Harlow was up, but the engineers couldn't hold on, and the Red Hawks move on 
Um, <laughs> they're so good. Uh, Freud Lake. I mean, you, you talk about to Harlow Rygate, Judith Gap. Uh, the quarterback, Bergen uh, Mice, Missy, had, threw for four touchdowns, ran for five. That's nine touchdowns. Uh, Mason Detman, the Freud Lake quarterback, rushed for four, threw for a fifth. <laughs> oh, I love Class C football, man, and hoops. It's good stuff. Uh, what else did we see? Frontier wrapping up its uh, po- uh, postseason on volleyball with Montana Western getting the win. So Montana Western, your auto bid to uh, the NAI National Tournament. Um, that'll be fun. Their SID, Lindsey Branch, is busy. She does a great job down there in Dillon, but she's got volleyball and football to prepare for, not to mention basketball season going on. But you've got uh, 11th-ranked Tech, along with Montana Western and Rocky in the uh, 48-team postseason NAI tournament. Western defeated Rocky 3-2 in the championship, and the Bulldogs will travel down to uh, Sagu, Texas, Southwestern Assemblies of God. They play in the Sooner Athletic Conference, 24-7 and overall. The uh, Montana Tech Ore Diggers, regular season champs, 8-2 and in conference play, uh, earned an at-large bid and will be the only Frontier team to host. College of Idaho will come to town Saturday. And Rocky, earning an at-large bid, will travel to uh, South Carolina, uh, well, well, how about California, and take on St. Catherine, St. Catherine 29-3 and on the year. Rocky made the uh, championship bracket pool play last year. So good volleyball in the frontier and good football. We'll talk to conference coaching champ, Montana Western, Ryan Norse will join us. Western earned the automatic bid, the outright championship. They're the eight seed and get to host in the second round. College of Idaho in after falling at Southern Oregon, drops to uh, the 11 seed and earns a bye as well. And Montana Tech will host on Saturday Dickinson State. The only the only thing I don't like about the way the NAI does things is they go regional because of cost, and I understand it. But, I mean, Montana Tech's going to move on to the second round. They'll beat Dickinson State. And... The last time Tech won a playoff game seven years ago over Dickinson State. But uh, congrats to Kyle Sampson and and getting the job done for Montana Tech. They had a big win at Carroll on Saturday. So lots of uh, good stuff there in the frontier. And then, of course, there's a a little football game this week uh, in Missoula. Cat Grizz game coming up. Uh, send us your memes, by the way, at Jay Walker Sports on the Twitter, at Jason Walker Show on the Twitter. You can also Facebook us, 
or email Jason at jasonwalkershow.com. We'll put your best Cat Grizz memes that we are uh, that are appropriate. We'll put on, we'll put up on the show all week, and uh, looking forward to that. It's going to be fun. Going to be a good game too, I think. Uh, let's do your auto contest performance of the week. You want auto enhancement? Your auto enhancement professionals, auto concepts in Helena. Uh, Bozeman's Nathan Neal, who won the state AA cross country championship Saturday, was out at uh, Eagle Island State Park. I think that's in Washington. Anyway, the Nike Cross Regionals Northwest Boys Championship running the 5K and did it in record-setting time. He won it in 14 minutes, 49.6 seconds, to beat the competition by over almost 16 seconds. The uh, course record also broke. Neil, uh, whose dad I went to high school with, Greg, and he was a fantastic uh, athlete in his own right, uh, Neil's headed off to the University of Washington next year. So he is our, Nathan Neal is our Auto Concepts performance of the week. Get into uh, Auto Concepts in Helena. Lift kits, details, remote starters. There you go. You can, as always, watch the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, or X. You can listen on Podbean, Network One Sports, Spotify, iHeart Podcast, Apple, Google, SoundCloud, Rumble. You can also just go to jasonwalkershow.com or jasonwalkermedia.com and also check out Continental Divide Radio. Got some cool stuff coming up very soon to Continental Divide Radio here in the next couple weeks, for sure by uh, the first week of December. So looking forward to that. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. When we return, we'll check in with uh, Western Montana coach Ryan Norse. He's a good dude. Always enjoy our chats. The walk-up brought to you by Montana Custom Log Homes. Veteran-owned, family-owned, woman-owned, and operated. Check him out, yourcustomlog.com, to get started today. Ryan Norse, Western Football, next here, Jason Walker Show. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years' experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes. Crafting homes that last for generations. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State, from rodeos to portraits, and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com
Summer, the season to work hard, play hard. The days are heating up and getting longer. The smell of fresh cut grass, the hot sun on your skin. <laughs> we kidding. We all know you're really thinking about having fun and relaxing at the Copper Club Casino. Meet your friends for a cold one. Play a fiver or two. When you want great service, cold drinks, and fun entertainment, this is the place. The Copper Club Casino, where everybody knows your name any time of year. On Euclid, across from Mobile Center, the Copper Club Casino. Fall is officially here, and now is the perfect time to get your rig tuned up before the big hunt. That means a lift kit from Auto Concepts. An Auto Concepts lift kit will help take you places only the animals can go. And when you do get that big one, make sure you have help to get a home with a winch to pull it out. Or maybe you'll be a good friend and help pull someone out of the snowbank. Check out AutoConceptsHelena.com for more ideas. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. There's only one place in Helena to cure your craving for Cajun cuisine, and that is Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys and catfish to jambalaya and much more, Cafe Zydeco has the best Cajun this side of New Orleans. And Cafe Zydeco cares about those that take care of us. Military, law enforcement, first responders can get your drink free as a way of saying thank you to those that protect us every day. If you're looking for a place to grab lunch or dinner, get the flavor of the Big Easy in Big Sky Country at Cafe Zydeco. On Euclid in Helena. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show, Off the Wall, Man Cave. Looks to be nice weather in Missoula Saturday for Cat Grizz and across the state for state championships. I will be in Manhattan. I am going to Missoula Thursday. I'll be on SWX, 8 o'clock, calling the University of Montana men's game as they take on North Dakota State on the basketball floor. So looking forward to uh, seeing Travis DeCure's squad in action. So um, be there Thursday in Missoula and then Saturday down in Manhattan on NFHS. Uh, one team that will not be playing this week is the Montana Western Bulldogs. Not because their season's over, but they're 9-1, and ranked 8th in the country. And that is a good enough for a first-round bye in the first round of the NAI playoffs. Western will host in the second round. And joining us now to chat about his team is the head coach, Ryan Norse. Joining us, Jason Walker Show. All right, Coach. Uh, I love talking with you. We talk about once a year. I did not expect you guys to be this good, but congratulations on the outright Frontier Conference Championship. First one since, what, 94, 95? Yeah, that's a pretty cool, uh, yeah, pretty cool deal for these boys to go and, uh, and to earn that, and uh, I'm proud of them. Well, you should be. Of course, it, it helps when you have good talent, and uh, I want to start with your quarterback, Michael Palandry. I mean, he, how good is he? No, he's had a he's had a great season. You know, he 
believed in Michael and from the time that we uh, recruited him and, and just watching him uh, grow and go about his business and his, his work ethic is, is outstanding. And uh, Michael's got uh, um, just a lot of intangibles. You can't, um, you, you can't really coach, you know, he's one of those guys. Once he makes the offense and those throwing concepts within it, um, his own, you know, he has full ownership of him. He just, he, he's got great understanding and processing. So highly competitive, hard to, uh, find any negatives about his game. Are you happy you came out of retirement? Because it's been, how long have you come out or been out? Uh, 2016, 2016 was my first year back. Okay. So seven years later, it's all worth it. Yeah. You know, it's all, it's, <laughs> it's all been, you know, it's all been worth it. You know, I mean, winning it in 21 with a share of it was, mm. was awesome, but you know, getting it, um, it's hard, it's hard to win outright. You know, it's just, it's just challenging. So, um, yeah, to, to be able to pull it off was pretty awesome. Talking with Ryan Norse, the head coach of Montana Western football, the Frontier Conference champ. I was almost called you Big Sky Conference champs. Um, Frontier Conference champions outright will uh, host a second-round NAI playoff game, got a week off to prepare. Uh, I'm sure that helps you guys not only on the mental side but physically as well because everybody's beat up at this point of the year. Yeah, no question. You know, it's um, it, it's a it's a long season, and and uh, the the boys are mentally and physically fatigued. So to um, you know, to win enough games and to be respected enough in the country to be one of those twelve teams that have a a buy is a, is a really good opportunity to improve on some details that. Um, need improved upon and, and, uh, oh, and also a little bit too, just in some, some recruiting and some management and organizational things, some um, things as well. So I, you know, I mean, it, it's college football. So, you know, the, the, the spoils normally go to the victors and, uh, it's, uh, it's a good spoil to have. Yeah, definitely. Uh, another good spoil you have is Cam Rouser got to talk about him because he's a Townsend guy, local guy here, but he has been uh, just an animal for you guys for four years and well, probably five because of the COVID year, but Cam Rouser is the heart of your defense. And I know you got great defensive guys, but it it starts with Cam. Yeah. You know, just his energy and his, and his enthusiasm uh, just every day, you know, just for, for everything that goes along with football um, at the collegiate level. You know, he, uh, he loves the work. He, uh, he loves to practice. You know, he brings that, he brings that attitude to the, the whole unit to, to make things a go when things need to be a go. And uh, Cam's been an um, excellent leader, you know, team captain for, for us. And, uh, you know, one of the um, reasons why we've had the success we've had in his time here. Talking with Ryan Norse here on the Jason Walker Show. He coaches the Bulldogs, Montana Western. Were you on the team the last time you guys hosted a playoff game? Yes. Yep, 1994. That was my senior year. Okay. Um, is it more rewarding to host as a coach or as a player? Can you remember that? Um, back? I totally remember, yeah. <laughs> 
that was one of the greatest years of my life, you know, 1994 and, and, uh, um, the things we were able to do on our football team and the relationships that you made. Um, you know, I don't know. I think as a, as a player, more, more exciting, um, you know, the fruits of your labors and, and all the things that you did with your teammates and all that, you know, to have an opportunity to keep playing is, is pretty incredible. You know, I, I, in the role I, I play here, you know, I mean, I, I just do things for these guys, you, you know, I don't, um, I, I don't put much stock into, you know, successes out, outside of what our, our players get to do. You know, they only get to do this once. I, I'm not, um, I'm not so full of myself that I, I think I have that big of an impact, you know, good players and, and good teams get the wins. You know, it's, it's really the not, so much about the coaches we probably get too much credit sometimes yeah oh for sure you do and you don't get enough credit for a loss <laughs> yeah, maybe sometimes yeah. <laughs> ryan norse joining us jason walker show um i i i know you're not going to let me go without talking about eli uh i saw him in the state championship game last year i saw him at the state tournament last year in basketball He's a pretty good hooper, but he, man, I don't know if people expected him to be this good this early, leading the con- or leading the nation in receiving yards per game. Yeah, things just panned out well for him. You know, he uh, he had an opportunity to to come into an offense that's you know really built uh, around competitive slot receiver play. You know, having. Uh, you know, Nate Simpkins all those yeah. years, you know, we, I think that's one thing we do pretty well here and, uh, in, in our system. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's sometimes being in the right place at the right time, you know, he and Michael have a great connection and, and, uh, you know, I, I, I believe athletically, um, and football intelligence wise, you know, for where he, is at, you know, age-wise and that, you know, he was at the um, top-end levels, you know, of guys like that. So we thought he would do well um, and be ready to play. Um, but, you know, I guess I didn't have any expectations outside of that as, as a coach or a dad. I said uh, during the state championship last year, it's obvious where he gets his athleticism from, and it's not from his dad. <laughs> You're probably right there as well, <laughs> if we're going to be honest. But, uh, yeah, you know, sometimes, you know, I mean, he, he had a great um, high school experience, outstanding yeah. coaches in all of his sports. And, um, you, you know, as you move through the levels in high school. I mean, obviously these guys can't recruit and, and those kind of things. So, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to sometimes, um, especially in class A, B and C to really see maybe what a guy can be, you know, because I mean, like the Beavers, his senior year, I mean, what a great season they had, you know, with, um, a bunch of freshmen and sophomores playing offensive and defensive (laughs) line. So, um, you know, it's just incredible to watch, but maybe, you know, it's, it's hard to tell exactly sometimes what a guy can be. And I, I think, uh, um, you know, we're just, obviously I know him, so we, we felt like he was 
turn out to be a special player if we could get him to come here. All right. You got a big game this week, Cat Grizz. Who are you taking? I'm pretty neutral on that stuff, Jason. Okay. So, um, pretty neutral on that stuff. But in games like this, I always go with the I always go with the home team. Um, but I predict it's going to be another one of those that comes right down to the wire. Uh, I will just have to give a nod. If I was betting on the game, I'd have to give a nod to the home team mm-hmm. in a in a rivalry um, as incredible as the Cat Grizz. All right, so who's got the better brand of football right now? Is it Missoula area with the Grizz playing well and Florence playing for another state championship? Is it Bozeman with the Cats and the way they're playing and Bozeman playing for a state championship? Or is it Dillon with the Beavers playing for a state championship and then Western in the playoffs? It's obviously Dillon. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, uh, I found out I'm not going to be calling the Dillon-Columbia Falls game. I'll be in Manhattan for the Florence-Manhattan game. So you've got to figure out a way to give me your helmet. You're literally the only Montana school I don't have a helmet of in the frontier. Hey, that thing, I believe, is probably still in my truck from the last time you stood me up. I didn't st- stand you up. <laughs> uh, all you had to do was bring it to Bozeman. I mean, you went home every night at the state tournament, right? All you had to do was. Yeah, we drove We drove back and forth. We're a pretty frugal lot, the Norris family. <laughs> uh, well, it's paid off. Um, and. and you know, good job getting the buy because you gave your sports information director, Lindsey Branch, uh, some time to breathe a little bit because she's got volleyball going to nationals as well. I think they're going down to Texas this weekend. So nice yeah, job giving cool. her a little bit of a breather. But, man, great things going on down there in Dillon at the at Montana Western with football, volleyball, both in the NAIs, uh, men's basketball. Pat Jensen's going to do a great job. Britt Cooper's going to do a great job on the women's side too. So, Lots of great things going on down there in Dillon. Exciting, yep. It's uh, fun to, um, yeah. It's just it's fun to be a part of. And you know, when you've been somewhere for thirteen years, you know, you, you yeah, you, you see a lot of stuff and get to be a part of a lot of stuff, and it's been rewarding. Definitely, hey, coach. We appreciate the time. Uh, looking forward to uh, next week's game. Uh, get a win so that we can have you back on the show. That'd be great, man. Yeah, and uh, you got to go see a couple of old Bulldogs there for uh, the Florence Falcons. Head coach Pat Duchesne was oh, a yeah. teammate of mine, and Quinn Chamberlain was a football player here of mine. So um, we got dogs everywhere, Jason. I know. East Helena, Tyler Murray. I mean, Kyle wow. Mahalish. There, yeah, there's dogs literally everywhere in the state. That's awesome, man. Hey, Coach, good luck and uh, appreciate it. All right, thank you, Jason. Bye-bye. That is Ryan Norse joining us, Jason Walker's show, Off the Wall Man Cave, and uh, he's so much fun to talk with. I, I, I wish I could talk to him more. I probably could. Uh, but thanks to Lindsey Branch, the SID down there, for uh, helping set that up. I, and it didn't take very long. And I think I'm being blackballed by another Frontier Conference school because a couple weeks ago I reached out to do an interview with a basketball coach, and the common – thing nice thing to do is you go through the sports information directors and i emailed and said hey i'd like to have this coach on and uh have not yet heard back so and that was two weeks ago and i mean i don't want to do it the wrong way and just 
text the coaches myself, but you got to, it's respect. At least tell me if I'm going to get the coach or not. So I think I'm being blackballed by the Frontier Conference School, which is fine. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. When we return, we'll check in with uh, Eastern Montana Congressional House candidate Rick Holden. We'll talk sports, hunting. We'll talk uh, tennis and much more. That is on the way. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Rick Holden, when we come back here on the Jason Walker Show. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Fall is officially here, and now is the perfect time to get your rig tuned up before the big hunt. That means a lift kit from Auto Concepts. An Auto Concepts lift kit will help take you places only the animals can go. And when you do get that big one, make sure you have help to get a home with a winch to pull it out. Or maybe you'll be a good friend and help pull someone out of the snowbank. Check out AutoConceptsHelena.com for more ideas. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Jason Walker here, and if you're like me, some nights are mine to cook at home, and there's only one place that I know I can trust for a quick, easy meal for my family. Dinner's Done Right. When I stop into Dinner's Done Right, I trust that there will be a great selection of food that is healthy and easy to cook, either that night with their ready-to-make dinners, or I can plan for a weekend dinner from their frozen choices. And when I'm out and about in town... I know I can stop in for the grab-and-go salad bar with the freshest ingredients and homemade dressings. For monthly menus and more, visit dinnersdoneright.com. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years' experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes. Crafting homes that last for generations. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces. Stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com. There's only one place in Helena to cure your craving for Cajun cuisine, and that is Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys and catfish to jambalaya and much more, Cafe Zydeco has the best Cajun this side of New Orleans. And Cafe Zydeco cares about those that take care of us. Military, law enforcement, first responders can get your drink free as a way of saying thank you to those that protect us every day. If you're looking for a place to grab lunch or dinner, get the flavor of the Big Easy in Big Sky Country at Cafe Zydeco on Euclid in Helena. 
Summer, the season to work hard, play hard. The days are heating up and getting longer. The smell of fresh cut grass, the hot sun on your skin. <laughs> we kidding? We all know you're really thinking about having fun and relaxing at the Copper Club Casino. Meet your friends for a cold one, play a fiver or two. When you want great service, cold drinks, and fun entertainment, this is the place. The Copper Club Casino, where everybody knows your name any time of year. On Euclid, across from Mobile Center, the Copper Club Casino. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. Final segment on a Tuesday in the Off the Wall Man Cave. This segment brought to you by Copper Club Casino. Hot games, warm folks, cold drinks. Drink and gamble responsibly. And uh, don't forget to check out Continental Divide Radio. Just say, Alexa, play Continental Divide Radio. Or download at the Apple Store, Continental Divide Radio. Got weather. Gonna have sports updates. Gonna have shows and much more. It's gonna be fun. It is already fun. Great music. Uh, let's turn our attention to. I, I know we're a year away from the elections, but uh, time to start thinking about it. And Montana now has two congressional seats. Two House of Representative seats in Washington, D.C. And one of the guys that's going to be running for the Eastern District is farmer and rancher Rick Holden. And he joins us now here on the Jason Walker Show. All right, Rick, thanks for joining us. I guess the first question would be, you're a bobcat, right? Being from Eastern Montana, being a Montana State grad, it is Cat Grizz Week. Who are you taking? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm thinking the only way I can go is Bozeman's way. I graduated from college in Bozeman clear back in 1984. I was in a, I graduated with a business um, management major and then I also had minors in business finance and business marketing. So I love Bozeman, uh, that area, but you know, I am a really, I'm an Eastern Montana guy. So it's Bozeman for me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I am a Bobcat through and through. I used to do the announcing there. I do, I do talk Grizz, but yeah, it's, it's, it's all about the Bobcats this week for me. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. So you're running for the Eastern, what is this district two Eastern district, Montana house seat two? Right. It's, it's the United States Congress. We have two seats now in Montana yeah. uh, after the last census. So, They've got the state split up. So, um, of course, I live in the eastern half. As a farmer and rancher, I live out of uh, near Glendive in Dawson County. And so farming and ranching is my livelihood. And that is a very important part of what makes up the eastern Montana congressional district is agriculture. In fact, it's our number one industry. And I like to say it's our number one industry plus plus because it's even more important than that because it even – it's, it's who we are as a, a people. It's our identity as agriculture, the, the Montana cowboy, the, the livestock industry, and everything that it feeds into our bigger cities, um, Great Falls, Helena, Billings, all in the Eastern District, and they depend um, a lot on that agricultural dollar and the success of the agricultural industry. 
Yeah, I mean, definitely. And and is there anything, whether you would win or not, is there anything we can do about beef prices right now? Because, you know, Casey Fitzsimmons over here, um, great rancher, you know, former uh, Carroll Saint and Detroit Lion, but is it's just absolutely nuts how high beef prices have gone. Well, you know, the beef price uh, is a good price, but it's actually not a good price because what's happening is the Biden administration has so screwed up this economy of ours that, and raised the inflation rate so high that the inflation rate is now what I would call a misery index. And it's actually eating away at everything that we raised this year. And so the farmers and ranchers out in Montana this year are not going to have a profit-taking year. They're going to operate at barely break-even by the time you pay for all that expensive fuel, seed, fertilizer. Your operating loans are right now running at about 9.75% interest. So it's not going to be a banner year for Montana agriculture um, in that respect. We're talking with Rick Holden. He is a congressional candidate for Montana's Eastern District, which is held right now by Matt Rosendale. But we don't know if he's running or not. So does that matter if he decides to throw his hat in or not? Are you just are you in this for the long haul for the year? So here's the way this is going to shake out. Um, Matt is a good friend of mine. He has a ranch 20 miles north of Glendive. My ranch is about 20 miles south uh, west okay. of Glendive. Our kids both went to high school together in uh, Glendive. So I've known Matt for close to like 30 years since clear back in the 90s. Um, he is almost there in making a full commitment to moving over to the U.S. Senate race. He's keeping that information close to his vest. And so I don't really actually know if he's going to switch, but he's he's really made about every indication to everybody that he is going to move from the House over into the U.S. Senate race. Uh, he wants to run against John Tester ultimately. Mm-hmm. So... That's why I'm going to pursue this uh, congressional campaign race now. And if by chance he decides he's just going to stay with his House seat, I can always um, end my campaign. There's no harm done. But really what we got to do is we got to ramp this campaign up now because there is really no time to do it later, especially after the first of the year. That's when really that Republican primary is going to take off. Right. Uh, you have experience in uh, in politics, being a former state senator uh, from eastern Montana, that southeast corner, uh, Dawson, yep. Weibo, Fallon, Carter, Powder River counties, uh, and Prairie County is where you live. But uh, this is a big race, and depend no matter who is who is the the candidate. I mean, it's a it's a couple of big races we have in Montana this year. Uh, Tester seat. The, and then this this seat potentially that you're running for. I mean, this is a big year in Montana. Well, it really is. And then you got to throw in the president race. Right. The presidential race is coming in on top of all that. So I would expect that after the first of the year, it's going to be almost nonstop political talk on all of your <laughs> TV, radio stations, 
Um, you will definitely be sick of listening to politics by the time next November comes. Let's just say that up front. <laughs> but um, for us here in eastern Montana, I think it is just so important that we get somebody in Washington, D.C. that's involved in production agriculture like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really a big driver for me. I served on the Senate Agriculture Committee in Helena for eight years, and I also chaired that committee part of the time. And so for me, I've worked on agricultural issues for Montana since since the 90s, really. And even going clear back, I even had a little stint when I was uh, just getting out of college. I worked on Ron Marlinay's uh, congressional campaign clear back in the the 80s, and that's kind of how I got started, but uh, it's progressed since then. Well, you guys- One of the main priorities, though, for Montana and as part of my campaign is that once elected as congressman, go back to Washington, D.C., I'm going to insist with the leadership that I get placed on the House Agriculture Committee because currently we have no representation in the House or the Senate on any agricultural committee. We're a farm state, Mm -hmm. but we have no representation in Washington, D.C., and that has to change, and that's a big part of my campaign this year. How crazy is that, Rick, when you think about that, that, you know, we've had great senators, great House, you know, members of the House from Montana in Washington for a long time, and we don't have currently anybody that represents. You'd think... Montana, Kansas, North, South Dakota, you know, the farm and ranching states that somebody would be yeah. represented in Montana's not. It's that's that blows my mind. Yeah, it's there's a disconnect there for sure. Um, and we just haven't had anybody really since Dennis Reberg that was actively yeah. involved in agriculture that served on a on a agriculture committee. The problem is for us here in Montana is. If you don't have somebody on that committee back in Washington, D.C., you really don't get uh, a Montana flavor to the farm bill that's coming up. The farm bill ends this year, and so the new one has to be put in place. But without any representation there, you don't get any of the amendments. You don't get any participation in the subcommittees or in the the full committee of the House Agriculture Committee. And and that's got to change, and that's... That's why Rick Holden would run and get on that committee. Uh, your family, you run sheep, cattle, you grow corn, alfalfa, grain. I mean, you guys do it all. So you're very in tune with Montana way of life, so to speak. I mean, this, this is Montana. You're a Montanan. There's no question about that. As we talk with Rick Holden, he's a congressional candidate for Montana for the Eastern District. Uh, but you're not just a farmer rancher. I mean, you're a you're a guy that is heavily involved in athletics as well. And uh, you were telling me you've got some grandsons that, that played for the Terry Terriers this year. Yeah, uh, they they play football, basketball, and in the spring they play they play tennis. Um, I've always loved Class C basketball. Mm-hmm. I actually graduated from high school in Absorky, Montana. Oh, yeah, we had a great. Uh, football and basketball program back in the in the in the eighties when I was there, and then that even progressed into the nineties. Uh, Absorky was always a powerhouse. So, Class C sports has always been a big part of uh, our family and really rural 
rural Montana is very much in tune with uh, Class C sports, and it's like a family, really. You, you can go to any Class C basketball game, and a lot of the men during the day will feed their cattle and their sheep early just so that they can make that basketball game in the evening and sit and watch the kids play. It's uh, it's a it's a part of the identity of the uh, the Montana culture is really classy sports. It's uh, it's not so much just the school; it's the school plus it's the families in the area that uh, it becomes an identity for them, and that's what's kind of nice. So yeah, um, I've got I've got one son actually that is the assistant basketball coach for the Terry Terriers, the boys uh, team, and then in the spring. He serves as the head coach for the Terry tennis team. Okay. And last year, they went to state, and Terry ended up taking third in state in tennis, which uh, you don't hear a lot about. Right. But Class C, uh, B, and C tennis is really starting to pick up. It's getting larger by the year, and uh, it seems to be a sport that a lot of kids want to get into for something different. Yeah, it, it is something different for sure. Uh, you know, and, and what I love about Class C and even Class B schools, the towns, when state tournament comes, man, you could rob a bank in Terry because nobody's in town at the state tournament. <laughs> I'm just, not that I would uh, that recommend is, that. I'm just saying you could. <laughs> that is absolutely a true statement. Uh, uh, you get in the tournament time and boy those those classy towns empty out real soon you go to the gym like say in mile city that thing is packed to the rafters with people from all of these uh rural areas across montana i mean i mean even my wife uh jan even though she's not a coach or anything she she's working um to try and get tennis courts built in terry and she's gone so far as to put together a non-profit organization that tries to uh, well they're raising money to build courts in Terry um, and she even went so far as to build a, an escape room in Glendive so that people could come and go through this escape room to raise money for the Terry Tennis Association so um, you know the fingers kind of go out a long ways in these rural areas as far as support uh, supporting sports. Yep you guys don't get a whole lot of sleep out there because you're up with the cattle and and then you got sports to worry about, and then you got ranch stuff and everything. As we talk with Rick Holden here, Jason Walker Show, this is a, a an initiative uh, that I want to hit on that is long time coming, but it's really gaining ground over the last year, uh, in the last year, and that is to make rodeo the official state sport of Montana. Uh, take me through this. Yeah, so... You know, rodeo is really probably Montana's oldest sport when you think about it because when the cattle drives came up out of Texas into eastern Montana to start with, they, they, they came up through the Powder River Valley, through Miles City, and then they went up into that prime grazing area that's south of Malta over to Sydney and north of Miles City. It's kind of a big triangle, and it goes as far as over towards uh, Judith Gap and Great Falls. Of course, that was Charlie Russell country. Mm-hmm. But the American cowboy was really not so glamorous as Hollywood would want you to believe. It was an exceedingly boring, monotonous job. And the sport of rodeo was kind of born out of this um, 
boredom that these cowboys experienced out on the prairies of Montana. And so what they would do is they'd sit around the campfire and they'd start jawing with one another and they would start betting against each other that one, one of them could ride a horse, a bucking horse, longer than the other one. And before you know it, uh, they would start uh, making bets on somebody to ride one of the rankest horses they had in the, in the bunch, and somebody would go over, rope it, ear it down, grab an ear, bring it down to the ground. That guy would uh, climb on it. They'd let that thing go, and wherever that horse went, that guy had to hang on, you know. And, and so American Rodeo was kind of born out of the boredom of the American cowboy out on the prairie, and they just started inventing various games to try and make their lives more interesting. These these guys that were up here really primarily were young men. I mean, they were like, some of them were as young as easily as young as 16. You had a lot of 17, 18, 20-year-old <laughs> young men that had a lot of energy and a lot of boredom at the same time. Yeah. So uh, the American Rodeo was really our oldest sport here in Montana. And so it's kind of appropriate, really, that Montana goes ahead now with this initiative process to put that um, idea to the voters to allow them the chance to vote to make American Rodeo the state sport for Montana. I'm behind it 100%. I cover rodeo extensively here on the Jason Walker Show, and it's it's probably my favorite sport to go to. I mean, I've ridden bulls. I tried bronc riding, but there's nothing better than rodeo. Uh, Rick Holden joining us here, Jason Walker Show. Uh, another big topic for Montana that is political but also sports related. Rick is hunting, and we're you know we yeah. have two, what two weeks left of the uh, week and a half left in the hunting season, uh, and you can tell I'm a Montana because I say hunting instead of hunting. But right. <laughs> block management, um, landowner permissions. I mean, we're seeing with the influx of newcomers to the state of Montana. A lot of our land that we used to hunt, grow up hunting, is no longer available to us because, well, a multitude of reasons, and we don't have to name them. But it's important to get that landowner permission issue uh, taken care of and also BLM land. Uh, How will you approach this? Well, um, first I want to say that hunting hunting is probably um, near and dear to my heart. Uh, always. I started hunting when I was, I don't know, six years old. My dad loved to go out hunting in the morning on the Huntley Project and jump shoot uh, ducks off the drain ditches. It was just something we did clear back in the, in the late 60s, early 70s. That was just a thing. And so I got my taste of hunting at a very early age. And as I got older, um, I just continued hunting, moving from, from ducks and pheasants up to deer and elk, bear. Um, so I would never do anything that would harm hunting. Uh, and that also includes, I'm not going to do anything to restrict somebody's ability to own uh, firearms. So the Second Amendment is very near and dear to my heart. And um, if, if you want gun control legislation, don't ever come talk to Rick Holden because you're not going to get anything from me when it comes to gun con- gun control. It's just not going to happen uh, that way. Now, 
You ask about the permission and, and all of that that goes with landowner ownership. Our ranch um, was started by me and my wife in 1990. That's when we first bought our first little chunk of ground. And in the spring of 1991, um, just about six or eight months after we purchased uh, the initial place, I contacted the Fish, Wildlife, and Parks Department and asked to be signed up with the block management program. And at that point, that program had only been in, in place for, you know, kind of maybe four or five years, and it was really not defined very well. We didn't really know as uh, a state what we were going to do with that, but, you know, really the, the main goal was to allow public hunting on private ground. And so we signed our place up right away with the, uh, with the department because I feel that the public should be able to go out and hunt. And that's just my personal feeling. And each year that we bought more property, you know, over the years, we always enrolled it in the block management program so that we could open up more private ground, our own personal private ground to the public to hunt. Because quite frankly, as a farmer and rancher, I don't have a lot of time anymore to hunt and, uh, people find that shocking because they think, well, you live right there. You must hunt all the time. <laughs> um, a lot of my neighbors don't, we, we don't, we have to feed cattle, sheep, we have to farm. We just don't have a lot of time to go hunting. Sad to say, but true. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to see that resource go to waste. And I like to see people have fun. And so that's why we've always been in that block management program. And uh, I think it's a good program. It's it's gotten larger, and last year the the legislature actually um, increased the uh, allotment or the payment to farmers and ranchers under that program that are signed up with it. And so you ask, what are we going to do going forward? I think when we we talk about going forward, we need to try and get more of these public land or private lands opened up to the public for hunting by way of the block management program. And, um, I think Montana is a pioneer in this. When you look at the whole United States, we were the first that tried this, uh, experiment and it's working. Mm-hmm. So, so let's continue with it. It's completely voluntary. Um, I have never had the department come in and hammer down on me for anything. Really, quite frankly, never had problems with the department coming in and telling me what I could or could not do on my ranch. And so, you know, I have to give the department uh, an A-plus in that regard. I know they have problems in other areas, but when it comes to the block management program, I think they're doing it right. And I know that some of the people living around these bigger cities in Montana, specifically like Billings, Helena, Great Falls, you're seeing a lot of this agricultural land get developed and bought up by out-of-state interests and then turned into houses. Mm-hmm. And we're losing not only agricultural land, but we're losing the chance to go to that location and hunt. So um, if we can support the block management program, both locally and in the state legislature, we're going to get more hunters out in the field with the opportunity and for their kids, because really it's for the kids and the generations to follow us now at this point that we got to do basically everything that we do do. 
Absolutely, hundred uh, percent. I got a five year old coming up. She, uh, I took her to go for hunting for the first time, and she shot a twenty two. And then she's like, "Dad, when can we go shoot deer?" So she's, <laughs> she's ready to go. Well, that is the spirit. That is the Montana spirit. I'll tell you. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Rick, uh, appreciate the time. So, real quick, explain. Are is Helena in your district? Where does where, where's the new line yeah. here? Okay, so uh, basically, we're, here's a new line. Just think of the the Continental Divide east. Okay. So, and I also think of Bozeman Pass east. Okay. So basically, you're looking at everything from Gardner, the Livingston east, okay. and and then everything from the Continental Divide east, all the way up. Except the only the only little exception is. Um, uh, the Browning area is connected to the west, but okay. outside of the that little jog across the Continental Divide, everything east of the Continental Divide. It, it's kind of an easy, easy way to to look at it. Okay, so but it's a it's a huge, huge, huge district. Uh, yeah. It's going to be one of the biggest districts in the United States. No question about that. So Zinke is in my area, or you? Well, you live in Helena, right? Yep. Yeah, and you live east of the Continental Divide, so all okay. you and all your neighbors are in eastern okay. in the eastern district. Okay. Yeah, the Continental Divide runs just to the west of us, so, yep. Yeah. Hey, Rick, appreciate the time. Um, best of luck with your, uh, your run, and uh, whatever we can do, uh, you let me know. All right. It sounds, it sounds good. We'll have to talk again. Uh, later sometime. Rick Holden joining us, a congressional candidate for House District 2 in Montana, uh, the eastern side, currently held by Matt Rosendale. That was fun, checking up, and we talked for a while afterwards about uh, the Belfry Bats and and uh, lots of fun. Good dude. Uh, let's see here. What else did we see on this Tuesday to hit on? I'm trying to find this. There we go. Um, we talked about that. We talked about that. All right, let's do On This Day in History, shall we? Yes, we shall. It is Tuesday, November the 14th. It is National Seatbelt Day, National Family Pajama Day, uh, Spicy Guacamole Day. I'm, not a, I'm a spicy fan, but not guacamole. I don't like guacamole. It is also National Pickle Day today. On this date in 1888, USC Trojans, then known as the Methodists, played their first football game. 1920, American Pro Football League's Chicago Tiger Joe Guyon has a punt go 95 yards. Chicago Bear Sid Luckman passed for seven touchdowns against the New York Giants on this date in 1943. On this date in 1970, a uh, DC-9 air crash in West Virginia killed 75, including the entire University of Marshall football team. Eddie Acaro, who rode two Triple Crown winners, Whirl Away in 1941 and Citation in 1948, died on this date in 1997. Josh Demel turns 51 today. He was a uh, quarterback at North Dakota. And uh, I freaked my, my oldest daughter and my wife out today because I said, Bluey died. And they're like, what? 
Uh, Bluey, Australian cattle dog and the world's oldest reliably recorded dog, died at 29 years old and five days on this date in 1939. So Bluey was a real dog in Australia. There you go. Just thought you should know that. Let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Walk-off presented by Cafe Zydeco, where the big easy meets the big sky. I just in yesterday uh, seeing Miss Lou and the gang and uh, had a good conversation with her, as always. And I told her I've been talking a lot about pasta Zydeco, and she said, well, that's been flying out of here. And I said, well, advertising works. But pasta Zydeco... A chilly Montana day. I know the temperatures have been mild, but that wind makes things cold, and that pasta Zydeco will warm you right up. So get into Cafe Zydeco for some pasta Zydeco. Uh, it is that time of the year, which is always a fun time of the year, but we get to do this, play this song a lot this week. I know my certain fans will appreciate it. Did Billy Idol know that his song was going to be such a huge hit in Bozeman, Montana? Cat uh, Grizz Week is here, my friends. It'll be a big game on Saturday. We'll talk more throughout the week about it for sure. There's no question about that. Uh, but Moni Moni, you're going to hear it a lot this week on the Jason Walker Show. And why not? It's a good song. It really is. Oh, good show today. Thanks to Rick Holden joining us. Also, uh, Ryan Norse, quarter, uh, quarterback. How about coach at Montana Western? He's got a really good quarterback, Michael Pylandry. He's got a pretty good team. If you missed anything, go to jasonwalkershow.com. You can check out all of our past shows. Tomorrow, a big show as well. Double-A coaches in the state championship. Bozeman's Levi Weshi, Glacier's Grady Bennett will join us. It's going to be a fun one. Check out Continental Divide Radio. Just uh, download it, the Apple Store, or Alexa, or Google it, or go to jasonwalkershow.com. Thanks to our sponsors, our great listeners as well. We'll do it again tomorrow right here. Jason Walker Show. Have a great Tuesday. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.